Welcome to The Average Mama. My name is Sarah, and today I'll be sharing with you some of my thoughts and reflections about using social media mindfully. I wrote this as I was sitting outside, sitting on my back step on a cool summer evening, under the most delicious peach fairy floss sunset. Cicadas were chatting softly, and there was the most perfect breeze. I had a moment of gratitude as I was sitting in my inner city Canberra home and recognised that I'm already living my ideal country life. What I'm going to read to you is what I wrote as I sat there the other evening. <laughs> and you may catch glimpses of my little one in the background playing with the tap. <laughs> so here it is, mindful scrolling. Every three seconds I catch myself feeling guilty for not simply sitting and enjoying the sunset, the cool summer evening, the delicious, very floss sky. I ask myself, why do you have to ruin this too? Why did you decide to get your technology out to type? Why can't you just be? I've found that I have created a construct for how I must enjoy myself. I must enjoy the sunset. I must be present always for my little one. I must not go on social media. I must have the best time ever on Christmas Day because it's a special day. As a general rule, setting ridiculous expectations is going to... Mm. <laughs> hey! As a general rule, setting ridiculous expectations is going to set up a person up for disappointment. I'd love to share with you how I have been helping myself to recognise and process some of these. The thoughts I'm sharing here have been borrowed and synthesised from a long list of resources I've been immersing myself in over the last year. I will be sharing these books with you too, and I encourage you to look for the, to these wise people for much deeper guidance about what has inspired me and led me here. So instead of throwing my iPad aside or continuing in guilt-stricken agony, each time the self-attack comes at me, I do the following. I recognise it for what it is, my mind looking for something to solve. I acknowledge it. I let it go. Sometimes I will do this 15 times before I can let a thought go. Right now, my mind is reminding me of my psychologist friends who know better than me, who could explain how or why this works. It is saying, everyone else already knows this stuff. You're an armchair psychologist. What are you doing? Then I remember this is my mind protecting me from the unknown. I recognise it. I say thank you. Thank you, mind, for doing your job so well. You have been working hard all day. You may rest now. We are okay. The cicadas stop suddenly. How do they know? Or is there only one cicada? A question for another day. Maybe I'll Google it later. Ten minutes ago, I realised that I know my intuition. A few months back, I committed to myself that I would learn to recognise her. And sitting, eating a wheel of brie, watching the sunset, she came to me. And of course, uh, and of course, the answer was completely meta. I already knew the answer. And so, this practice of self-care, of thanking my busy, hard-working mind for its thoughts. Thank you, mind. You do so much and bring money home to buy me nice shoes. Previously, I would have torn myself apart with guilt, with frustration with myself for being so stupid. I wonder now if that is over. In recent weeks, I have transitioned this approach to how I use my phone. I started by recognising that I have a loop. 
Must check email, Facebook, Instagram messages, Facebook, Instagram, Facebook, Instagram. Oh, I forgot chat, Snapchat, email, Facebook, Instagram. Finally put the phone down. Remember that I picked it up because I wanted to Google does the cardas live in packs? Pick the phone back up again. And then I started noticing each time I would reach for the phone. I'm starting to pair that little reach out with the gentle why. I was fascinated the other day to observe myself ten times over in a row. I reached out, asked myself why, and responded promptly, habit. And then after the tenth time, I conceded, but with grace. And so I start to practice mindfulness with my technology. I started thinking of this post as a reflection of the irony that I plan to post it on Facebook. It is such a love-hate situation that I reminded myself it is just a tool. If I find myself scrolling forever, that is not the fault of the tool. If I wish to use it to reach the conveniently connected group of people who are my community, then it is better for my happiness and yours, I suspect, if I do this with gratitude rather than self-disgust. So now when I open Facebook, I ask myself why. Of course I forget sometimes, and often it is habit, but it is also useful to remind myself of why. I want to post in our group. I want to see what my friends have been up to. I want to zone out for 20 minutes and scroll, scroll through a thousand memes. That's okay. It is particularly the element of self-compassion I'd love to emphasize here. Don't be hard on yourself for doing what is habitual. Please understand that it is normal. And if you find yourself wondering what on earth you'll do instead, don't worry about it. You already know.